Hey, I'm Tim C. Hey, I'm Landon Blank. You're listening to Hacking Concrete. Yeah! You're not going to believe what just happened. Um, Landon and I just drove out to a, a job he just finished. And we were... Um, we got our drone out for the first time on a on a business project inside, and I flew it right into the wall. And you didn't even hit the brakes. I mean, it no. just went 20 miles an hour right into the wall. Yep, full speed. So we are sitting here on our first podcast, about $1,000 broker. <laughs> is that this equipment or is that the drone? Well, the, well actually, yeah, that's right, because we bought podcast equipment too, so... <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, so we wanted to do this because we just thought it'd be fun to talk about some of the things that we do. Um, I think our industry is really interesting, and I don't think that, I think that it's just the things we run across I think are interesting, and I don't think there's a lot of information out there. I think, don't you think that it seems like people are real secretive about, like, how they do things and, and about the, all the bad things they go through with work and about how hard it is? It's really hard. Well, it was certainly that way with us. I mean, we got we got lucky and found some people to help us along the way, but we just kind of went into it, <laughs> tried to do as much research we could, but it's not really out there. No, not at all. Right. Especially so, when you have different manufacturers and, and different products trying to get you to use their tools and machines and whatever that may be, steering you in that direction. So I guess um, we should get to the name of it. We were, we were thinking... The name of this would be Hacking Concrete. Love it. Yeah. So, and I guess the reason we, we were going to go with this name is because we always feel like, it's not good business for us to say this out loud, but we always feel like we're kind of <laughs> making stuff up as we go. <laughs> but the more I get to know other people that do this, the more that I've realized that that's pretty common when you say. <laughs> that's right. Surprise, it worked. And it's, yeah, and it's not, I don't think it's specific to our industry. I think that everyone's like that. Right. So with no real goal in mind, we're, we're starting this and I think that, I think it'll be fun. We're going to, we're going to interview a few people here and there and just talk about some of the stuff we've been, we've been through and, and, uh, hopefully that'll be helpful to other people in our trade and other people who are just interested in, in being an entrepreneur in general. I think so many times Tim and I joke about, <laughs> you and I joke about the way that everybody puts on a facade of they know exactly what they're doing and everything is perfect and they do it right nonstop all the time. We are far from that, but we've, we've gotten really lucky and we've done some great work. We'll stand behind our work all day long, but it's not always unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> so... So I guess the the first thing we said we were going to talk about today was going to be one of our first polish jobs that we ever did. So I don't right. know if you want to lead into that. Where was, where was your first polish job, Lane? It was at a very famous marine base. Uh, that was our first polish job ever, and I think it was they were, they asked us to polish. The first room was eight thousand feet. It was something like that, yeah. Something like eight thousand feet, yeah. And I remember going up there and, and um, we met with this big time company. They had, you know, they had a bunch of trailers on the job site and they had, we went to that meeting. It was a couple of people in the meeting and I don't think we had really been on a job site like that before. That was really a, 
multi-million dollar project. And um, I remember walking into the trailer and sitting there and we had never done anything like that before. Sat in a, right. in a meeting with, <laughs> right. and that was, um, was probably six or eight years ago. So I was, I was 29 or 30 maybe. Yeah. Was it that long ago? It was eight years ago? It was, it was, it was, I think it was at least eight. Yeah. So I was like, you know, younger thirties and we're in a meeting with all these, you know, higher up executives at a Marine base <laughs> <laughs> with a huge construction company, a very successful construction company that most people would have heard of. Right. So we're sitting there in this meeting and the, and they're asking us, well, well, can you do this? You know? <laughs> so I look at you. Yeah. And you know, I of course think, well, no, no way. <laughs> and I say absolutely. Yeah, Landon always says yes. <laughs> Landon's a yes man. <laughs> yeah. So right. and that's something we've learned over time is that we actually do say yes all the time now. I do uncomfortably so, but I will begrudgingly always say yes to yeah, we can do that. And um not to everything, but to most of, to most. most things, yeah. If it's involving concrete, we'll do that. And um so we said yes, and we left the meeting, and you looked at me and said, we'll figure it out. <laughs> That's right. But I was, I was thinking about something else. Do you remember the samples? Was, did we send the samples before we met with them or after we met with them? It was before because that's why they... It was before. Yeah, we sent them samples. But think of how crazy that is now. We we made just some generic... What was it? Probably just some Portland... Gray Portland cement. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, no aggregate, nothing. Half Portland, half sand in a, a poured upside down in a um, like a countertop, like a concrete countertop. Which represented nothing of their slab. Nope. It, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it was the most perfect sample ever made because it was perfectly perfectly flat. Right. And no matter how much you ground on it, it was perfectly even texture or uh, aggregate exposure. It looks like right. perfect it was just, finish. It was not a representation of what they were to get. Yeah. That's funny. I forgot about that. Whereas typically now we always do mock-ups on site so they know, you know, what they're going to get with the type of concrete and pour and aggregate they have. Right. So we go to the meeting, we say yes. <laughs> <laughs> we get the job somehow. These people, these people, for some reason... I just bragged on them and said they're a big time company, but why would they hire us? Well, I think I think polishing was so new to the game back then. That's it, true. It was hard to get, and at, at that point, I think the polishing was more being done on a much larger scale. And a job that small, the people they had ran into with, they didn't want any part of it. Yeah. So me and me and Landon became partners because some of the epoxy stuff I was doing. I was in the business for a couple of years before him. Um, and some of the stuff we were doing, it, it need, we needed grinders, and I was I was subbing out a lot of grinding to this this older guy who, um, you know, and Landon's been a long time friend, and we just decided to do this. So we bought a machine with the idea that you were going to do prep for us, basically, and then we're going to try to do this polishing thing too. And the very first thing we got, I mean, it was like the day we got back with the machine, we got this. Job. I say, oh man, I'll beep that out. I'm going to beep that out. So that beep you just heard was me editing out the name of the job. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what we did? Oh yeah, I do. I'm sitting right where it happened. Right, right. So we so we go. We want to test out the brand new machine we just bought. Spent a bunch of money on this whole new system. I mean, the vac system and the machine, and we hook it up to the generator, and it does one revolution, <laughs> one turn, and all of a sudden things start to smoke. Yep. And we couldn't <laughs> figure out what happened until we looked at the generator. Yep. Well, we talked about it before. You know, what should, what should we put this generator on? Oh, we did? I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. I was like, just turn it up. Just turn it on. 
turn it up and turn it on. We bought a big machine. <laughs> and and we, we then learned that 480 volts is much different than 220 or 240 volts. Yep. So smoke came out of the computer on the uh, grinder. And that was that. <laughs> that was the first time we lost $3,000. That was five grand. That was oh, $5,000. Okay. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad we said yes to the job. Yep. Okay, so we were um, we got the job. What happened? So we get there. Tell us about the job, Lane. Everything gets set up fine. Um, we get there late in the day. It was about three or four hours away from us. So we're we start grinding and we do a few passes and everything is going fine. I look and I notice that there's low spots on the floor, like any any job has them. Very rarely are we ever on a flat floor. If I've never been on one. But when I noticed, and I said, okay, well, it's, you know, it's not getting the low spots, but we'll get them eventually. So basically we went, did a few passes, felt pretty good about it, and went to the hotel room. <laughs> and we didn't know what low spots were at the time. I mean, I had no idea. No right. I, no right. idea whatsoever that a grinder wouldn't touch the whole floor when it's grinding. I mean, that <laughs> blew my mind. Right, right. Yep. In other words, it was, it was, it was color, different colorations, and many of you guys know what we're talking about, but... Different colorations in the floor, and that's what it was. It wasn't getting the low spots. Yeah, the grinder basically is just floating on the highs and not touching anything in the, in the lows. Right. So so you went back to the hotel, and it was no big deal. Just, no big deal. I felt, I felt good about it. Um, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, we get back, and we start cutting. And we start cutting and cutting and cutting. And halfway through the floor, all of a sudden we're not cutting anymore. We're not creating dust. The diamonds are hot, hot, hot. I have no idea what that means. And I don't even see the diamonds anymore. Now. What do you mean, what do you mean by that? Well, they've, 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 the whole diamonds are glazed over. Okay. Again, we went dry. We weren't using water. All of a sudden. And we didn't even really know what that meant. So we started calling and calling and calling. <laughs> and people would try to give us the best tips they had and none of that worked yeah so you know what we did we kept going <laughs> <laughs> well we, that was kind of our thing we can we can do it and we turn the generator up a little bit a little bit higher and keep going <laughs> turn the speed up on the machine a little bit higher <laughs> that's right well if it's not cutting we'll turn the speed up higher and we'll cut more <laughs> that's right that's, that's the right. reason and that's a good point i mean you spend all this money on a machine and then you expect this thing to do, go, go a lot faster than what it's doing. Well, we saw it on YouTube so we figured we could do it. That's right. One <laughs> five minute YouTube video. You're good to go. Go knock out a Marine base. <laughs> so what'd you do? Who'd you call? What happened? Well, called the manufacturer after we, uh, and as a matter of fact, we had finished that floor. Yeah, that's right. We, we pushed through. We, we pushed we, through. We did the steps and we figured that the next step was going to fix the prior, the previous step. Right, right. Which again, does not happen. You got to make sure. <laughs> again, that's a whole polishing one-on-one. But anyway, so we get through and the floor was shiny. I mean, you could see full reflection. Uh, everything looked great. The only thing is it looked like a... A what? A checkerboard. What? A pic- it looked a, like a picnic tablecloth. A picnic tablecloth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean... <laughs> I mean, a perfect picnic tablecloth. Just a checkerboard. You a could, checkerboard. You could have played chess. So, so at this point, <laughs> I freak out. But obviously, I didn't tell Tim when I was freaking out. 
but I was freak, freaked out. Call I called the the builder of the machine. You know, the guy who developed it. Send him an email with the picture. This is what he replies back to me. Congratulations on the worst floor I've ever seen. <laughs> and at that point, I got furious. Yeah, because that was the help he wanted to give me. But he did he did try to help as much as he could. But, well, it couldn't have been the machine. It had to be you. Right. Right. No way, no way it was the machine, right? And you're yeah. making a good point right now. <laughs> it's a good point to transition. Yeah. So we still have that note hanging on our wall. We have this section in our office called the Wall of Fame. And it's on there. That note's on there, pinned up to the top. And it's... I look at it all... Oh, I used to look at it. We're in transition right now to a new office. But I used to look at it all the time. It's, it's a good motivation to have. <laughs> <laughs> the worst floor of all time. <laughs> So what'd you do? How'd you get out of it? Well, we found another guy that was previously with that company that had left that company and had found a new German. Can we say his name? Who? Scott, Scott Mortensen. Is yeah. His name. Scott Mortensen. And, and Scott helped us out a tremendous amount. And he, he was connected with a really smart guy out of Germany that was developing his own diamonds. And luckily they fit the pads on this machine. And those diamonds saved us. The machine we're using is not an industry standard. It's something that is kind of over on, on the fringes. Like a few people use them, but not really, not really people who are serious about polishing. You, when you say that, yeah, I mean, in, on your research on it, your research was pointed on because you're like, well, why do we have to spend this time edging when this can edge for us and it can do all the edging anyway? Yeah. Only thing is that that is not what happens, and yep. and it didn't happen. So Scott is actually, I think he's a, a polished concrete genius personally right and um he went on to create his own grinder company which is a, would be a good story for us to we'll talk to him one day right but um w- so what did he do what did he advise you to do well he he went through each, each grid on the diamond and told him how certain ones cut these 30s cut like crazy but man these hundreds really cut like crazy so we basically started over we cut through Cut through the densifier, got that down. But, you know, we didn't go back to metals. These, these were so aggressive, we were able to get back into resins and really clean the floor up. We went down to 100, 100 resin, I think, and then we worked, might, worked our way back through. Maybe 30s, but the 100s okay. cut so, so good, it, maybe it was the 100s. It might have been 30s, but most people don't use a 30 resin. Um, so that was right. kind of... But they cut like crazy, man. And, yeah. and they're still great diamonds. Um, and we we basically came back. They the the company told us that Marine Corps would not ex- accept the floor, and so we were scrambling. And <laughs> so we went back up there and used these new diamonds. You and I did that personally, just the two of us. We did that personally. Went up there, did, and we did about a ten by ten mock up, and it turned out great. One of the best ten script ten by ten areas <laughs> we've ever done. So the, probably the, to this day, the representative of of the um, of the owner came and. Said we love it. Finish it up. Do it like that. So, I mean, we actually made it. We made it through it. Made it through. And amazingly enough, they said, hey, we like the way this room looks. We've got a a 25,000 square foot one right beside it. (laughs) Would you go ahead and knock that out too? And what did you say when they asked you that? I said yes. Yeah, absolutely. We can do do that. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) So, luckily, man, we we, we got connected with the right diamonds that, that worked on this machine. Um. And we got lucky there too. We, yeah. we we finished that, and then. Oh, by the way, can you grind a hundred thousand square feet? <laughs> right. By then, they were doing VCT in the rest of the building. Yeah. 
and the VCT guys could not get the um, the moisture content right. It wasn't right, right? The yeah, moisture content was high in the floor, and for some reason they figured it out. I mean, we would never suggest this, and I can't believe that it worked, but yeah, the the GC figured out that if, if we they would I think they tested some of the floor that we ground, and right, everywhere, everywhere we ground was within the acceptable range. Right. So instead of putting down a moisture system to stop the, the moisture from coming through, um, which would, you know, cause the tiles to come up. Right. We ground the whole place. 56,000 feet, maybe? Something like that. I said 100, but I, yeah, it was some big number. I mean, total was 100, but I was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And you said yes to that, too. We said yes to that, too. We rented another one of the same machines that we had been using. Yeah. Shipped that in from... Oh, I forgot about that. We, yeah, we shipped that in from, from Chicago yep. for an outrageous price of weekly rental. It was worth it, though. I mean, that, it was that machine, it. even though we were paying three, 4000 a week, it made a lot of money. It did. Yep. And, and while we... Yeah, we were still finishing up the 25,000-square-foot room, 24, 25,000, while we were grinding the rest of the building. Yeah. Amazing. So tell, there's one story I like about this job. My favorite, my favorite, well, there's two stories, two things that, <laughs> that I think about all the time. They may, they'll still make me laugh to this day. So the first one, um, let's talk about, it's about the, the dust in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so if we didn't know what we're doing, I still don't, don't feel like we really know, but we really didn't know at the time, didn't know what we were doing. So um, tell them about how you, what did you do about the dust? We demand okay, so we demanded that the room was ours, which now that we've been working for almost ten years in the in the heavy construction industry, we realize that it's hard to come by. Most of the time, you're working around drywall guys, painters, or whatever. Anyway, we had this whole room to ourselves, and we sealed it off, which we, is fortunate because no one heard our conversations of, "Oh, how are we going to do this?" <laughs> what's, that's right. What, what's happening? Well, it's a checkerboard. What are we going to do? Um, and we proceeded to dress in a way that was similar to what a nuclear fallout. You know, we dressed in a way similar to what people <laughs> dress like in a nuclear fallout situation. <laughs> Full yellow, was it, is it Tyvek suits? We still have some over there in the corner. Well, this kid that works for us, he, um, his parents buy tractor trailer loads of, of what I would call it, junk. And then they sell <laughs> this stuff on eBay. And he had these boxes of these biohazard suits. <laughs> It wasn't even a Tyvek suit. It was bright yellow because Tyvek is white. It was this bright yellow full body suit. Hoods. Hoods and all. Hoods and all. So we had that on and we had on respirators, <laughs> hard hats, and gloves. And actually, our, I think our grinder, that grinder kind of looks like a spaceship, the design of it. <laughs> so I got these guys and we wore full face um, respirators too. Right. So full face respirators, yellow suits, yellow hoods, yellow gloves. Right. Yellow she- Yellow boots. And that's the funniest thing a safety guy's ever told me on a job site was, hey, do you think you guys can tone it down a little bit? <laughs> you're scaring everybody. <laughs> he said, you're scaring everybody. <laughs> Everybody's scared. They don't know what's going on in this room, but you look like you're in a nuclear situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Good one. That's a good one. So uh, this actually, the same safety guy leads into another thing. So. He got on you for being too safe. Right. But he still didn't like the dust. Right? Didn't like the dust. Didn't like the dust. So one day, Land, what were you, I remember there's this story that you've told me a few times about how, um, you know, our our vacuum wasn't working great, you know, because we didn't know what we were doing, really. And the um, 
filters were dusty, right? Isn't right. That, isn't that what it was? And you were, so Landon takes the filters off the back and he goes outside to the end of the hallway and you're cleaning the filter, right? <laughs> yeah, beating them off in the gravel or something. Yeah. Yeah, and and I turn around and I look down the hallway and the <laughs> safety guy is standing there looking at me and he just looks at me in utter disappointment, drops his head, shakes it, and just turns around and walks the other he way. He didn't even bother <laughs> reprimanding you. <laughs> it's a lost cause. <laughs> Oh, another the other good story too. The one with Matt. Oh yeah, yeah. The other story is uh, Matt, the same guy whose parents buy buy junk. Matt, you'll hear about him a lot <laughs> over the years, probably if we keep doing this. Um, so Matt, he was grinding by a wind, by the window, then and I guess every morning, what do they do every morning? Eight I, o'clock in the morning is when the flag is raised. I believe it's eight, maybe seven. The okay. flag is raised, and wherever you are in the Marine base, if you're a Marine, if you're a Marine, you turn to the flag. The turn to salute, right? Turn to salute. Right. So, so Matt's grinding away. He's in, uh, and he looks out the window and he sees all these Marines looking at him, saluting. <laughs> but he didn't know what was happening because he was inside and there's a loud grinder. You know, he didn't hear the, whatever the music's playing. They, right. The, the music's playing, right? right? Yep. So he just sees all these Marines saluting. So what does Matt do? He cuts off the machine and salutes them back. <laughs> So I just picture Matt standing there, looking in the window, saluting these Marines who are, who are saluting the flag, which is behind him, up over, you know, outside. It's pretty but, funny. And the funny thing is, the Marines, being as awesome as they are, they didn't even crack a laugh, crack a smile at him or anything. They just, and as soon as the anthem was over, they just started walking away. And then Matt went back to grinding. <laughs> That's it, though. That's part of that store. That's funny. <laughs> So we made it through that job. Um, no big deal. Uh, it's pretty good, though, really, considering that you did, I, I guess it's probably 80, in the neighborhood of 80,000 feet that you did with, and, and we only owned one machine, mm-hmm. one vacuum. Right. No edgers. Right. No auto scrubbers. No anything to clean with. Right. Um, pretty awesome that, that such a thing is possible we kind of joke about it but it did look good too to be fair it all looked when, all, when it was done it looked good right especially right. that second room i mean that first one <laughs> right yeah the first one where we made it into a tablecloth yeah it's pretty good but but the second one really looked like we really felt like we knew what we were doing so anyways i guess you can see after after uh, you know we, we decided that we wanted to talk about these things and be open open with people about it and um I think it's, you know, I personally think it's funny and I think it's informative to, it'll be informative for other people. And I think that, I think that it'd be good for other, other contractors to hear these kinds of stories that, that, um, happened to everybody. I mean, we've been, we've been doing this a long time now and right. It happens to everybody and it's that kind of thing. I mean, not, not to that degree, but that kind of thing is still happening. You know, it still happens to us now. We are, we're still struggling. Right. Right. You know, a lot of times on, you'll see on our Instagram or our Facebook feeds, jobs we've done, everything's perfect and everything's great, but the chaos in the middle yeah, is what is, this is what it is with, with concrete. Everything's unexpected. Things happen. We definitely put on a good show on, on the social media, and I think that a lot of other companies are putting on a good show too. I, I, don't, I just think it's, it's funny because nobody will own up to these things. <laughs> That's right. I read a lot of Facebook That's groups, right. and, the, and there's a lot of people in there that act like the, they always know exactly what to do and exactly what's happening. <laughs> I just, I've never really felt that way, not on any job. <laughs> I feel like at any moment it could fall apart. That's right, and it possibly could. <laughs> and I always remember, we're actually, 
we're not manufacturing. We're not putting in a floor. It's manufactured offsite. We are creating a floor right there. Yeah. And things happen just like they do in a manufacturing situation. They do. And I, I just said that to you earlier today. We're Lane and I are sealing countertops in our shop and we're doing this while we're waiting on the sealer to dry. And um, I said it to you earlier. It was, there's this little spot, you know, that we're a little worried about in the countertop. It's nothing wrong with it. It just, it looks different than the rest of it. But we literally scoop sand out of a pile at the landscape shop down the street. Right. And we're, we're mixing sand and dust together and making these things. And they just, they're not going to be perfect. Right. And um, it's funny though, because a lot of people make you think that they will be. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, that's how we came up with our name. I love it. Hacking Concrete. Hacking Concrete. I think we're going to stick with it. I think it'll be, hopefully it'll be refreshing to people to hear that to hear that it's it's hard concrete is hard Mm -hmm.